You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. This conference is being recorded.
good morning. Blessings to all of you that have joined us here at the Message of Christ Church. Thank God for this blessed and awesome day that He has given us. Another day that the Lord has made and I am grateful and eternally glad that God is good to us all the time. And so every time we get a chance, we need to tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you. Um, I was looking at the news on my Yahoo email, a man yesterday, and I saw a young man, and it looks like he was maybe about 20 or 21, but he had a deformity. He, he, his, his body was twisted in such a way that I can't even explain it to you, but the, the thing that really caught my attention was his head. Now, our head is positioned straight up on our neck. His head went all the way back. I mean, all the way back that it laid on his back. And as I sat there and I looked at this young man and he had a writing on the um, program that I was looking at and he said, I will never give up. I thank God every day for my life. And I just sat there with tears in my eyes because there are people that have the activities of their limbs, they're, they're not twisted like this young man is. They, their head is sitting up right. They're able to see straight forward and this young man has to look backwards all the time. And he cannot walk, so he walks on his knees, but his, his feet are twisted. So I just wanted to start this broadcast um, on today. And I want you to really look at your life and be thankful for who God is in your life. And be thankful. Just be thankful. Because there's always somebody that is worse off than you. It, it just really touched my heart. And if there's anything going wrong in your life, don't complain. Because I'm sure this young man that I saw on the Internet would love to trade with you. He would love to be able to walk. He would love to be able to see things in front of him instead of looking at things in the back of him because he cannot lift his head up. His head is positioned backwards. He can't lift it up and look forward. So everything that he sees is from the back. My God. And so there are so many people in this world that don't have what you have. So I just wanted to take this time before we got into our Bible study on today and just say be be grateful, be thankful for what you have and be thankful for who God is in your life. So let us begin to pray. God, you're great and you're worthy to be praised. Father, we honor you once again on this blessed day. Father, we want to just thank you, God, for being good and thank you for being the God of our salvation today. Father, we want to thank you for our families, our loved ones, and our friends, even our enemies. Father, send a blessing to that young man that I saw on the internet on the other day. Father, you are able, Lord God, to straighten every bone out in his body. And to anyone, oh God, that is dealing with deforms in their body and 
element in their body and sickness and diseases, God. Lay your hands on them right now. Father, take away every complaint out of our mouths that we be grateful and thankful for who you are and all that you're going to do in our lives. Gracious and eternal Father God, the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God has delivered them out of them all. Father, if you, Lord God, to hear the word of God, we ask, Lord God, that you will speak to every person that has come to hear your voice. Give them clarity, God, of who you are. Give them what they need, God. On this day, somebody needs a blessing. Somebody needs a healing. Somebody needs to know you, O oh God, as their Savior. So as we are coming to you today, we want to thank you, God, for saving somebody today. Somebody has a prayer request up before you today, God, concerning their life and concerning their family's life. Father, we know, Father God, that you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than what we can ask or more than what we can think because the Bible says it's according to the power that worketh in us. So today we come, God, Praying fervently because the Bible says the prayers of the righteous avail it much. We're praying, Lord God, for those, God, that are seeking you, Lord God, to hear your voice. Father, there's people, oh God, that don't know you on today. Help us, Lord God, to spread the gospel that we may be able to take the gospel to those, oh God, that are hungry for you. Father, somebody praying today for transportation. God, we ask that you open a door. Gracious and eternal Father, God, we seek you now, Lord God. As we are fasting and praying, oh God. We're asking you right now, Lord God, to hear our prayer request. Somebody has a daughter and a son, God, that is sick. A daughter and a son, God, that needs you right now. God, somebody has a loved one that's addicted, Lord God, to substance abuse. We ask for your help today, God. We ask, Lord God, that you... Intervene, O oh God, and take away, Lord God, the desire of the drugs today. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you will bless all ministries all around this world, God. As we continue to pray, God, for the fivefold ministry, God, we ask for your word to fall fresh upon every leader today. Empower and encourage every leader, God, as they stand before your people to speak and teach and preach your word. Father, we ask right now that you will give those that are angry a forgiving spirit today. Forgive those that have done wrong against them and pray for those that despitefully use them. Heavenly Father, we come today, God, because we want to be used by you. We come repenting, God, of our ways, God, that you're not pleased with. Help us today, O oh God, to be more like you. Help us, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, to press. Even when we don't feel like it, God, help us to press. Even when we don't know how it's going to turn out, help us to press. God, for we come today to say that we love you with our whole heart, mind, and soul. And we come, God, because you are God and there's nobody that can do us like you can. And we ask all of these blessings in the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth. God, we thank you and we pray. 
In the name of Yeshua we pray. Amen. Amen. And praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Welcome to our 8 a.m. Bible study. Amen. Praise God. We have a powerful, powerful word for you today here on the broadcast. So take this time to get your Bible, pencil, paper, and even invite someone to the Bible study for today. Amen. Be a blessing to someone. Get on the phone and invite at least one person to the call. Amen. Praise God. But as you're doing that, um, I'm just going to ask you to get your Bible, pencil, and paper so that you can follow me in the Word of God. Amen. As I read the Scriptures. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So at this time, we're going to go ahead and read our Scripture for today for our Bible study. Amen. Praise God. And our scripture that we're going to read is coming from Luke, the 10th chapter, verse 25 through 37. That's St. Luke, the 10th chapter, verses 25 through 37. And also for our devotional reading, we're going to be reading... Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 33 through 40. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Once again, the two scriptures that we're going to start off reading, we're going to first read Luke, the 10th chapter, verse 25 through 37 and then we're going to read Matthew the 22nd chapter verses 33 through 40 Amen Praise God Amen So let us now begin reading from the book of Luke the 10th chapter verses 25 through 37 and it reads and behold a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him saying master what shall I do to inherit eternal life he said unto him what is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering him said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by him on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, 
he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? The 37th verse. And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thy likewise. Amen. Praise God. Now let us go and read. Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 33 through 40. Amen. Praise God. We're going to read Matthew, the book of Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Amen. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. And we will begin reading at the 33rd verse. Amen. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. And let me get the scripture here. So I'm reading from a different Bible. But I want to read to you. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. And we will begin reading at the 33rd verse. Amen. Praise God. We're going to read the 33rd verse through the 40th verse. Amen. 33 all the way down to 40. It says, When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Pharisees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an ex in the law tested him with this question teacher which is the greatest commandment in the law Jesus replied love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Amen. We thank God for the reading of his word and the word of God is blessed. Amen. Praise God. Let us begin to look at our lesson for today. Our theme for today, for our Bible study, will be serving neighbors, serving God. Serving neighbors, serving God. And let's look at what we're going to learn out of this lesson. The first thing we're going to do is summarize the message of Jesus' parable of the Good Samaritan. Amen? We're going to talk about the parable of the Good Samaritan. The next thing that we're going to do is explain the significance of Jesus' use of a Samaritan in answering the question, who is my neighbor? The third thing that we're going to point out in this lesson is we're going to identify one person locally who needs a neighbor in the same way that Jesus used the term and made a plan to be that neighbor. So the third thing is I want you to begin to just search your heart, amen, as we're going through this lesson and see who you can help. Amen. Praise God. See who you can help. 
Um, sometimes it's not about how much money, amen, praise God. Sometimes you might be able to just go and help someone by um, taking them to the store, helping them to clean their homes, helping them to move some things around in their homes, or helping them to manage some things, or just praying with them, a word of encouragement. So there's many ways that you can be a help to your neighbor, but you need to pray and ask God how you need to be a help to someone that is in a need. I'm not specifically talking about the person that lives next door to you, although the person next door to you, if that person is in a need, then if you can help, amen, please be a help to the person that lives next to you down the street or even in the front of you or maybe on the next block. But we're going to find out what they are referring to, the Bible is referring to when it says neighbor. Amen? Praise God. So let us begin to look at our lesson here. I'm very excited about this lesson. Amen. Praise God. Um, because I believe that in the body of Christ, we're lacking in helping one another. It's very true that everybody is going through something, but there is something that you are not going through that you can help somebody else with. Amen? Praise God. So we're going to begin to look at what the lesson is talking about here. Amen? Praise God. As we begin to look at um, the Word of God, Amen. Praise God. Serving neighbors and serving God. A lot of people feel that they can serve God or they can go to church and do things in the Amen. So let us just begin to look at our lesson background for today. Amen. We are all familiar with um, this lesson. Amen. But I tell you, 
sometimes when you go back and read a word that you have already read, you get a better understanding out of it. It is truly, truly the season to give. It's the season to help. It's the season to be a blessing to somebody. Why? Because more is coming to you. Amen. I believe that as you release and give out and help out and um, bless somebody, God is going to bless you. This is a time of testing for those of us that say that we love the Lord. Amen. Praise God. God is not impressed with us saying that we love him, but God is impressed and pleased when he looks down upon the body of Christ and he sees us helping one another, when he sees us giving to somebody that doesn't have, when he sees us blessing somebody, amen, praise God, in spite of what we don't have. I'm telling you, yes, God is getting ready to bless you, but only when you release. Only when you release. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody says, I don't have that much. What you have is what somebody else needs. That was prophetic. What you have is what somebody else needs. It might not be much to you, but it will be much to them. Amen. Praise God, because they didn't have it. You had it. You gave it to them. Now they have it. And the fact that you gave out, God is going to have somebody to bless you that you will be able to have what you didn't have. Amen? My God, this is a great lesson. Amen. Praise God. It's a blessing to give. I want you to write down the person. I want you to make that vow. Write it down and say, today is week. I'm going to bless this person. Amen. Praise God. Praise God because there is a blessing attached to what you are getting ready to give out. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is an awesome lesson. Amen. Praise God. I feel the anointing all over this lesson because these are... This is a type of word that the enemy doesn't want you to hear. Because you have prayed and you have asked God for a blessing. God is now testing you to see if you are going to be a blessing. Sometimes we want to be blessed, but we're not willing to bless. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So be obedient. And do what God is telling you to do. Even if you have to mail it, take it by their house, however, send it in uh, PayPal. People have many ways of you blessing them. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And so let's look at our lesson background here. Amen. Lesson background. Amen. Praise God. So here in the lesson background, um, the text begins with Jesus, and he was being confronted with a question from a lawyer. Now, this is not the type of lawyers that we have here in our day and time, but this particular person was referred to as a lawyer because he was an expert of the law of Moses. So the first challenge comes from one that is of the law. Amen. And then the other one that Jesus is confronted with is a Levite. A Levite was a member of the Israelite tribe of Levi. And the Levites assisted the priest in the temple. Amen. And then the third person that we're dealing with here in this lesson was a Samaritan. A Samaritan. Um, so we're going to begin to look here at how the three of these individuals responded to what was presented to them. Amen. So let's get down to our lesson here and go through our lesson verse by verse. We're reading today from Luke the 10th chapter 
beginning in the 25th verse. Amen. We have a very powerful lesson here today. Amen. We are talking about serving neighbors, serving God. Amen. Praise God. So God is calling our attention to how we are to serve God and also to serve our neighbors. Amen. So let's take a look at verse 1 here in our Bible study for today. And the first thing that we're going to look at here in verses 25, amen, through 28, we're going to talk about inheriting eternal life. The first person that Jesus encountered was a lawyer. It says, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Amen. And so we see the setting is that Jesus was surrounded by a crowd of people, and a certain lawyer poses a question of great significance. And this is not the only time Jesus has asked this question. But here it says that this particular lawyer was tempting Jesus or putting him to a test. Have you had ever had anyone that asked you questions or did something to you just to test you to see? if you are what they say or what they call really saved amen praise God so these particular questions were only done to try to trick Jesus up and to find fault in him and to find him uh, doing the wrong thing according to man so the lawyer proposed a question to him about eternal life. And again, the purpose of this question is to show Jesus up before the crowd. There are some people in this season that are trying to get you to come out of your character, trying to get you to act a certain way, just so that they can say, I knew it, I told you so, or they want to be able to say that you are not who you are claiming to be. And this is all that they were trying to do with Jesus. They were not concerned about eternal life. But they wanted to see how he was going to answer. Some people just want to know if you know anything about the word of God. So they will ask you certain things either to hope and pray that you don't have an answer so they can say that you don't even know your word. Or they try to get you in places where you say the wrong thing. But the Bible teaches us to be ready or be prepared to give an answer to every person that asks you about salvation, about God, about eternal life. And so in order for you to be able to answer effectively, you must be a person, first of all, that lives according to the Bible and one that studies the Word of God. Because we have a lot of people that know the Word of God, but they're not living the Word of God. So they knew that Jesus was one that was living the Word of God, but they wanted to get him to say something different than what he was doing. Amen? Praise God. So this lawyer wanted to show Jesus up before the crowd. Amen? Um, so he wanted Jesus to appear to be 
ignorant or fail. Do you not know that there are some people that want you to fail? They don't want you to continue to respect God. They want you to be disobedient and not honor the things of God. Amen. And so they this is what they were trying to do. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. They wanted to criticize Jesus. Amen. So let's move on in our lesson here. Amen. Praise God. And um, in verse 26 it says, And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is an expert of the law. Amen. Praise God. So he had an answer. Amen. It says, by first asking the man to answer his own question, Jesus compels the man to go on record before the crowd regarding the all-important question of how to inherit eternal life. Amen. He said unto him, what is written in the law, how readest thou? So Jesus is putting the question back to the individual that asked him. In other words, he's saying, what is your answer? And a lot of people don't know the answer to the things that they are asking you, but they want to see if you know. Amen? Praise God. So Jesus responds to the question with question of his own. Jesus again, amen, praise God, asked the man to answer his own question. Amen. Praise God for this man was supposed to be uh, one that studied the law. So if you know the law, if you have studied the law, then you don't need to be asking me about how to inherit eternal life. Amen. Praise God. So he just continued to try to put Jesus on the spot. And Jesus um, came back and turned the question around for him to answer. It says in the 27th verse, and he answered saying, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Amen? Praise God. So the lawyer obviously had thought through this question himself since he recited two passages from the law of Moses. Amen? Um, he recited Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter in the fifth verse, it talks about commanding love for God, and then he recited Leviticus 19 and 18, which talks about commanding love for neighbor. Amen? So, the first demands absolute devotion to the one and only God. And then the second demands love for the neighbor that is based on that devotion to God. And so if God loves all his people, then his people must certainly love each other. Amen. And that's a key thing. It says in the 27th verse, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. Notice that it commands you to love God first with your heart. And then, after you have given God everything, your heart, your soul, and your strength, and your mind, then the Bible tells us that we need to also, 
our, love our neighbors as ourselves. If you love yourself, then the Bible is commanding you to love your neighbor the same way that you love yourself. Amen? Praise God. So let's go on here a little bit further in our lesson. Amen? Praise God. For the Bible teaches us that we are to show love for God in our heart, in our soul, in our strength, and also in our mind. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. And so in the 28th verse it said unto him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. Amen? Here it's talking about how Jesus affirms that the lawyer's answer to his own question is correct. Amen? There are some people that can respond to the word of God. They know scriptures. If you ask them questions about the Bible, they know where to find certain scriptures. They even know the meaning of scriptures. But what they do not have is the love that they are supposed to have in their heart. And so Jesus said to the lawyer, the answers that you have given me is correct. He went on to tell him that loving God and loving one's neighbors are foundational in the life of one who belongs to God and who receives God's gift of eternal life. Amen. Praise God. So again, this lesson is a lesson about love. If you love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, then the same way that you want to please God should be the same way that you are looking to please your neighbors when they, amen, are in a need. Amen? Praise God, praise God. And so right here we're looking at what God is um, simply asking us to do and the commandments that he's asking us to do. So, it's simple for us to do the will of God when we have love in our hearts. Amen? Praise God. And so, how do we know whether we have kept them well enough for God? These are just some questions. Does God give eternal life only to those who measure up? Amen. Praise God. And so we have to begin to ask ourselves some questions here. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So let's begin to move down to verse 29 where it says, But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? So let's begin to talk about who your neighbor is. Luke explains um, in this particular scripture who the neighbor is. We have to begin to look at this lawyer that's questioning Jesus. The lawyer is trying to make himself to be righteous. Again, there are a lot of people that quote scriptures. There are a lot of people that even preach the word of God, teach the word of God, prophesy the word of God. Amen. Evangelize the word of God. They know scripture. They can tell you what it means to love. They can tell you how to love. They can tell you how you are supposed to be loving someone. But when it comes to them doing it, they fail. They are not able to do it, but they are one that will question you. So this is what this lawyer was trying to do, make himself to be righteous because he knew the word of God. Knowing the word of God is good, but doing the word of God 
is what brings God's glory. So, 29th verse again says, But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Have you ever asked yourself that question? What is the Bible talking about when it says, Love my neighbor? Is it talking about just love the people on my block? Is it talking about just loving the people next door to me, the people in my neighborhood? A lot of people, when they don't study the Word of God, they will read the Scripture and they will only have love for their neighbor, the person that's next door to them, the person that's in the block. Amen? Because that's what the Bible says to our knowledge, that's what a neighbor is. A neighbor is a person that lives next to us a few blocks down. They are a neighbor. They are somebody that I see all the time, and they are a part of my neighborhood. Amen. Praise God. But let's get an understanding of what God is talking about in the Word of God when he uses the word neighbor. So, how can one say that he has loved his neighbor well enough when there are so many potential neighbors to be loved. Sometimes people will take this word neighbor and it will they will take it to believe that God is only talking about people in their church, their family members. Amen. Praise God. So people perceive the word of God to mean what they think that it means or what they want it to mean. Amen. So who is my neighbor? Am I truly loving my neighbor? So, we're going to look a little further on who the neighbor is. The neighbor is anyone that you know or don't know. So your neighbor can be anyone. Neighbor has no category as to people that live in your neighborhood, family, friends. Your neighbor is anyone. Amen. Praise God. So the question that was asked simply says, but he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, who is my neighbor? Sometimes people pretend not to know what the word of God is talking about. Amen. Praise God. If this again, this was a man that was well knowledgeable of the law and he knew what neighbor meant. He knew that it was just not pertaining to the Jewish people or the, just the Israelites or just one set of people. Amen. But when Jesus said, love thy neighbor as thyself, he meant love those that hate you, those that don't like you, those that have mistreated you, those that don't want to support you, those that lie on you. In other words, to some neighbor, uh, neighbor is any and everyone. Amen. Praise God. So, this lawyer was wanting to be righteous, and so he wanted Jesus not to be someone that the people believed in. Have you ever ran into people that would rather believe those that lie versus you that tell the truth and live the truth? Amen. Praise God. I've come to find out um, in the body of Christ that 
the more that people live right, the more people lie on them, and the more people, the majority of people seem to want to try to see them fail, just as this lawyer was. He knew in his heart that Jesus was righteous and holy, but there is a thing called jealousy. There's a thing called envy. Amen. Praise God. And sometimes when people see you walking upright and doing good, they want to try to find something to make you look like all of your good is evil. Amen. Praise God. So this is a powerful lesson today. Amen. Praise God. We want to continue to um, meditate on this word today. Amen. God is speaking to us because we need to show love to our neighbors as well as God. Amen. Praise God. Stop saying you love God when you hate your brother or your sister and you don't want to be around them. That's not love. That's not love. So let's begin to look at our lesson a little bit further here. Amen. Praise God. We're going to go on down to verse 30 and 32. And Jesus answered, answered, said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. So here is where Jesus began to answer the man's question. Or to force him to answer his own question because Jesus gave him a parable. So Jesus began to tell him of a story, amen, praise God, of a certain man that went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among thieves, amen, praise God. Um, this is a familiar story but we see here that the thieves in this story take advantage of the road's many hiding places here. They take everything of value from this man to assure that he does not pursue them. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um and so, as we look here at the 31st verse, it says, And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. A certain priest appears along the road. Surely you would think that the man or the woman of God would assist this person that they see that has been stripped of everything. It says here that this man had fell among thieves. They stripped him of his raiment, his clothes. They wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Amen? Praise God. So he came across a priest, a, a, a pastor, a man of God, a woman of God, you know, he looked at this man and he went to the other side. But this priest had probably just came from a service preaching and teaching the people about the love of God. Telling the people that they should love God and give their hearts to God. And Soon as he left out of the sanctuary preaching the word of God, he encountered a man that needed help, but he went.